There was a movie probably 25 years ago, sometime around 99 or 2000, I suppose, called What Lies Beneath. And it was a movie that starred Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer. I'd say it was kind of a ghost story, kind of a thriller. Uh, there was a kind of a murder mystery in there. And my abiding memory, 20, nearly 25 years later of this movie, is that from about halfway through, I really, really needed the loo. And it was one of those... <laughs> It was one of those movies that just had loads of false endings. You kept thinking, oh, we're there, we're there, we're there. And then something would happen and then there'd be a new revelation. And then, you know, it, would, it just it was one of those things that went on. And rather like, you know, you know, those times where you've maybe you've been driving home and you kind of need the loo. But as you get closer to home, it gets more and more desperate to the point where you're almost sort of running through the garden to unlock the door to get, because something about the fact that, that you're nearly there has made it worse. Well, these false endings in this movie made me a lot worse. And what didn't, what didn't help at all was, <laughs> was that there was a lot of water in that movie. It was, it was the medium through which various people had died, various people were... Uh, Various people, I guess, were, were sort of murdered that way or attempted to be murdered that way by drowning and what have you. It really, it really <laughs> suffused the whole movie, I suppose. And that really didn't help me in my particular situation. But the reason I'm thinking of it now is I've been talking to a new client today. And one of the things that one of the, the metaphors that's powerful in his work is actually water. You know, he... he uses water and boats as a way of describing the kind of work he does. And that gives, for me as a writer, a copywriter, I'm writing a story essentially, it gives me a powerful kind of unconscious sort of theme. And this is sort of an idea, I guess, that I got from Stephen King in, in the book that I've mentioned many times on writing. If you're a storyteller, that's a great book to read, but it's also... If you do any kind of writing, it's really fascinating to hear about his process. And one of the things he realised early on is that in his second or subsequent drafts of a book or a story, he could find things from the first version, the first draft, and kind of bring them out more. So the example he gives that I remember particularly is Carrie, you know, one of his very early, might even have been his first novel. Yeah, I think it was his first novel. Um, you know, that's the one where if you've read the book, he and his wife are effectively living in a trailer. They they, can, they can't fix their car. They've got barely any money. Uh, she's she's working a terrible job. He's working as an English teacher. They, you know, they're, they're poor. And then they get the phone call saying that the rights to this book, Carrie, have been bought for what, for them then, and even for one of us now, would be really an astronomical amount of money. And his whole life changed. Their whole life changed with that phone call. That's a pivotal moment. Anyway, I, I digress. In Carrie, when King got to the end of his first draft and he did his thing where he left it in a drawer for a while and then he reread it, one of the themes that came out, one of the things that came out time and time again was this, this idea of blood. There are various times in the story where blood plays a part in the story. And having thought about that and realised that, 
in the subsequent drafts, he he used that. He sort of, I think he said something like, you know, we can if we've got a theme, we can kind of polish it in subsequent drafts and make more of it, which is what he did. And I was talking to a client, this new client, about that today, because he uses water. And, you know, while, while in this story that I'm writing, there are, there are two or three times where we'll, we'll refer to that explicitly, to, to water as a metaphor or a tool or a boat as a, as a metaphor or a tool. What I said to him is if we, if we use that as a kind of thematic element, well, there's all kinds of words. There's a whole universe of words that are activated in the human brain by the word water. You know, we might talk about flow we might talk about steam we might talk about you know the drip 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 of something you know all these these kind of words there's 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 so many we can use and there's we can use them in our writing even when we're not being explicit so we might talk about you know life as a river his his life as a as a journey down a river for example we might just say you know, when I'm when I want to work, I want to flow from one thing to another. Now, we're not using flow in a watery sense, really. There, but if we start to to put these words and these concepts, these related things, through this piece, what it does is it gives it a sense of coherence, of cohesion, and it's such an easy thing. I mean, I've I do this so often with a piece of writing. I find a thing that is sort of already there. It's like a what would you say? It's like a a skeleton that's been, you know, like a dinosaur skeleton where you, you I'm, I'm remembering this because, oh, this is so interesting. So I'm going to go on a digression. This idea of the skeleton is also in King's book in On Writing, where he talks about stories being found things. And he, he thinks the story's already there. His job as the writer, as the creator it's not to create the story, really, but it's to uncover it. It's like a, an archaeologist brushing dirt away from a skeleton and finding what's there. And what's interesting about this is because I've, I've just thought about that for the first time for ages, because I mentioned to you randomly a couple of minutes ago, the book on writing. And what happens when we're, you know, the way our brains work is that when something is activated, like the concept I have in my head of that book on writing, or like the word water, related concepts in your head, related ideas, related memories, they come closer to the surface. So the reason that that using these watery words through this piece is that we'll give it a sense of coherence is because if I say water, certain things are top of mind because I've said water. You know, I haven't thought about What Lies Beneath, the movie, for I don't know how many years, a long time, a long time. But when I was thinking about water earlier on, that movie came up, the fact that I needed the loo from halfway through came up. You know, all of this stuff, our, our brains, the way we experience the world, they are connected. You know, these these ideas are connected when we we shine up one thing, it connects with other kind of concepts and other memories and other feelings and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, the point is that if, you, if you're doing a piece of writing and you can find a kind of a theme and you can use the words or the phrases or the, or the memories or whatever that, that relate to that 
in passing in your writing. It will make the piece feel more coherent. It's the theme, I guess, that lies beneath. 